Hey, brave one. Welcome to another episode of the Women Aware and Prepared podcast. I'm your host, Mandy Pratt, a trained domestic violence victim advocate who teaches women and vulnerable populations how to be street smart. You'll hear some true crime stories, but most importantly, how we might prevent crimes happening to us. Return each week to learn safety tips and emotional self-defense so we live empowered with peace. Let's be less naive and leave helplessness and worry behind so we can be safer, savvy, aware, and prepared. Well, guess what? We made a part two of the unwanted admirer scenario because I hear And my guest, Joe, also hears that this is a big problem these days. So young girls have these unwanted admirers and how the heck do you get rid of them and how do you determine how serious this is? So I want to, first of all, welcome back Joe. He's been on here multiple times, which we are very grateful for. Joe is very high level. He's been requested at the White House. He's worked with all kinds of police departments, SWAT teams. Um, So We're very gracious to have him here. So Joe, thank you for being here again. You're welcome. Let's pick it back up. So I wanted to speak more about what's really happening with this family friend and um, with a lot of other people out there, apparently. There's two ways that this can go, right? So this creep, creepy person um, might still kind of hang around on the fringes and make you feel a little bit uncomfortable or it could get more serious. So From what I understand, the specific scenario that we addressed last week and we are continuing on today is this creepy guy that keeps waiting for her outside the gym, is inside the gym now, unfortunately, and was working out, supposedly, I say that in air quotes, next to her and on the machine next to her and just staring at her, making her feel super uncomfortable and... Thankfully, she's not seen him anywhere else. So as far as we know, he's not following her home or showing up at her school or work. So that's good. Um, And he's not, you know, threatening her. But I just want to specify that for somebody to just hang out like that and wait for you and stare at you like that, you know, you have a right to do something. You feel uncomfortable. That's invading your space. So let's address that. All right. Well, if people have listened to the last podcast, which I hope they have, you know, we provided, uh, you know, a number of suggestions that I think if um, if they take those uh, seriously and, and basically uh, comply with those, it will eliminate most of these problems. Mm-hmm. Again, every time I hear the, the term, uh, he he's always there, you know, he shows up always when I'm at the gym. You know, as we said before, that shows me that he's patterning this woman and you know he's figured out when she's going to be there by just looking or you know observation and uh that's not good you know that so you want to do everything you can to avoid that i Mm -hmm. mean um and we again i don't want to repeat all that from last time so you know i just refer them to the last podcast Mm -hmm. so what i had planned to address today is what if this escalates Mm -hmm. You know, what if it goes beyond standing there at the doorway at the gym? And um, so, I, I, you know, I looked, I thought about it a lot. I, I talked to a few friends of mine that are in law enforcement, 
kind of get their take on it. Um, so I, what I would say first is I would suggest at least that uh, this girl or any other, any other person threatened by this uh, draws a, a red line, a, you know, a, a mm -hmm. virtual red mm -hmm. line. Right. And as long as the behavior is short of that, you know, it's annoying, but it's not threatening. But when mm -hmm. it crosses that, then it changes things. Mm -hmm. So, and then that red line sort of cues you into the next series of actions. Got it. So what would be the red line? Well, I think, first of all, it has to be personal. I mean, it's what's works. What is for you may not be for someone else. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I would say in general, uh, physical contact to me would be a red line grabbing you or yeah. something like that. Uh, a verbal threat mm -hmm. would be a red line. You know, I'm going to do this or that. Right. Um, mm -hmm. uh, just the repeated encounters, especially if they're in different places and different times, mm. right. you know, so they can't say, well, I just happen to go to the gym there too. You know, yeah. I, I belong, I'm a member, you know, I can go when I want. Mm -hmm. um, but you don't have the right to go to my house, you mm -hmm. know, or, or my office or various places. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then if you're recognizing surveillance, you know, following you is the, is the broad term here, uh, following you home, following you anywhere. That's definitely a red line for me. And they may not know this, but uh, that is part of a attack planning cycle used by any Serious criminal, terrorist, anybody like that. Surveillance is one step in the process before the actual attack occurs. Mm -hmm. So when you recognize surveillance, what you're doing is you're basically recognizing that the next step is not a good one. Right. You know, the next step could be, and I don't want to speculate here with her, but could be more, way more serious than just, you know, whistling at her as she walks by in the doorway. Mm -hmm. So surveillance is a part of that red line for me. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So. They crossed the red line. Now what do we do? You know, now now I think it's time to call in the cavalry uh, mm -hmm. to get serious about this. You know, you don't. Again, we don't know. None of us know what this guy's real motive is, and right. You know wh where he plans to take this. We don't right. know. Mm -hmm. um, it may be nothing, but it might be really serious. It was uh, Utah, I believe, where they had the kids, you know, murdered in that house, right by that guy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it was a stalking thing for a while. He was watching them and things like that. And then ultimately entered the house at two in the morning and, and killed three or four of them. Yikes. So that's the far end, obviously. But, you mm -hmm. know, I'm not suggesting this is that kind of scenario, but you never know. Right. And I think, too, that we need to point out um, to the young girls, like, you know, it's not cute or funny and you never know what somebody can do. Like this person might want to literally grab you and shove you in their car and rape you, you know? So we don't know what, what the scenario is and we definitely don't want to find out. So that's the whole point. Exactly. So you take it seriously, assume the worst and, and go from there. Mm -hmm. So get help. That, that would be step one. If you haven't already done so friends, family, some of the uh, gym rats that hang out in there that are friends mm -hmm. uh, that would, uh, you know, be intimidating perhaps for this guy. Mm -hmm. um, facility managers, neighbors, you know, all, all those people can be enlisted uh, to in your cause. Sure. Um, so the other part is calling the police. And mm -hmm. 
what one one guy suggested to me, a police officer is retired now, mm -hmm. but his suggestion was to wear a wire that you can buy on Amazon, like a little portable mm -hmm. recorder. Sure. And just say to him in, in the presence of others. So, you know, in case he snaps, mm -hmm. uh, look, I don't like what you're doing. You know, you're bothering me. I feel physically I feel threatened my safety, et cetera, et cetera. Word mm -hmm. it the way you want to. Sure. Uh, and then, so you've recorded it, mm -hmm. right? And then you can call the police, if you will, and uh, tell them, look, I've got, here's the documents. This guy's been bothering me for the last three months. You know, I've seen him 22 times at the gym. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen him four times at my car. Mm. You know, I've told him I don't want his attention. I don't mm -hmm. like him around me. He's mm -hmm. bothering me. He scares me. Right. You know, and you've got it documented. Right, for sure. So yeah. if it does go to court, you know, or anything like that, they they it's not just well, you don't like this guy, you know. It's right. this is constitutes a serious threat. Mm -hmm. um, I... I sent you a, a copy of the uh, California statute on stalking, mm -hmm. and I recognize this podcast is not limited to California. You got people from all over the country listening, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. they're going to have to look at their own state. You know, mm -hmm. to sort of see what the elements are, right? Uh, that that are required to show that it's a stalking case. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and I, in California, I just picked out a couple of them, but one of them is, you know, willfully and repeatedly. You know, and that's what we've been hearing in this particular case. Right. It's definitely repeated over right. and over and over again. Yeah. And where we're a little a little light is a credible threat. Mm. You know, and sometimes the threat is verbal and sometimes it's just shaking your fist at somebody or can be it can constitute a number of different uh, things. <laughs> An attorney would be better qualified, way better than me to talk about that. But um, if you have those elements, then you can go to the police and say, look, this is what's going on. It's statute number and you can read the number 646.9 in California. Right. And, and I, I feel threatened for my safety. I think that's the key. Yeah, that's, um, we mentioned that last time to say that right. phrase. And I will drop um, the link that you sent me about the California law in the show notes. Yeah, that's good. You know, check the law, right? So again, one of the uh, police officers told me that based on just what I, what I told him, which is I shared, you know, most of your story here, mm -hmm. um, he said he he may not have enough to, to really uh, take the guy to court, but he can arrest him for 72 hours, hmm. put him in jail mm -hmm. and, and, you know, put his finger in his face and tell him, I don't want to see you over there again. Right. You know, and I can picture what these young girls might be saying, you know, oh, it's not that serious. I don't want to make a big deal. But, you know, there's different ways that you can do this, like with maybe you don't have to wear a wire, but maybe you can have one of the bodybuilders use your phone and say, Hey, can you just video mm -hmm. this for a second, you know, and then go over and talk to the creepy guy and set a boundary, you know, um, and that's documented just on the phone. So that could be an easier option. Um, I yeah. know if they're thinking, you know, oh, I don't want to go to court and do all that. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to go to that, but I mean, you do need to stand up for yourself because he's going to keep pushing. So, so, Okay, so now we know that he's inside the gym and he's working at the machine next to her, staring at her the whole time. Well, he just upped the scenario here, right? Because now he's inside mm -hmm. the gym. He's not just waiting outside the gym for her. So to me, I would say 
you know, you were talking about the red line, but for myself personally, that would be a red line where, no, you know, I, this is my gym. I'm safe here. I want to be able to feel comfortable. So I'm going to need to, you know, say something. And I know they don't want to rock the boat and they don't want to make a big deal, but we're not saying you have to do that. It's just one mini step of just saying and having it recorded, Hey, you know, I don't appreciate you being here. And he'll probably say, what I'm at the gym doing my workout. Oh, okay. Well, I've seen you outside staring me down 24 times or whatever, you know, and that's not cool. So you're going to need to stop. So, yeah. And I think rehearse that with a friend, mm-hmm, definitely, mm-hmm. you know, so it's comes out as confident, you know, mm-hmm. um, right. Don't laugh when you're saying that. No, no, you say it in a very serious manner and you lay it, lay it right out for him and say, look, you know, if you keep doing this, I'm going to call the police mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and go from there. Now, you can also another another approach is the, the restraining order. I believe in California is good for up to 10 years. Right. Yep. Um, that's right. Um, you may, again, you you probably have more knowledge of that than I, but they if they serve the guy mm-hmm. with a restraining order and he can't violate that or he goes to jail. Right. We did a former uh, episode on that with the police and a victim advocate. So they explained all about that. It's pretty easy to get these days, at least in California. All right. So there's another option. So then, you know, we go to if it becomes more than just the gym, you know, if it starts to become your house or your workplace, things like that. So and I'm I'm going based on my background, right, Mm -hmm. working with us. you know, it threatened people, let's put it that way. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I would look right away at hardening the target, mm. you know, so start with the house. I look at everything like that, uh, concentric circles, like a bullseye. Mm-hmm. And the outer circle is intelligence. And, and in the military, that means one thing. But for a civilian, you know, it can be something as simple as neighborhood watch. Mm-hmm. You know, notify your next door neighbor. This guy bothers me. He's got this red Corvette and he's driving around. If you see it, you know, let me know. So your intel sources can be just about anything, but um, you want to, you want to expand that. You want to as many as you can get. Right. And then you want to make sure they have a line of communication to you so that you get the benefit of that. You know, it Mm -hmm. doesn't go into a website that you never look at. Right. There are a lot of these neighborhood uh, Facebook pages, you know, where people oh, say, sure. hey, you know, I saw this guy stalking around the neighborhood. Right. 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 Yeah. Next door also has that that app. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, so you take advantage of this technology, you know, go out and use what works for you. Um, the second level, the second circle is physical security. And I've recently uh, put in my house a commercial security provider. Mm-hmm. that has cameras and um, sensors. Yeah. So when I leave the house, I arm it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when I come back, I disarm it. And so sure. if somebody tries to break in, it's going to sound an alarm, and it's also yeah. going to notify this uh, watch center. Yep. And then they will call me and say, hey, you know, you got somebody at your door that's yep. pushed the door in. Yep. And then you can take action. So, I mean, that's, that's available to a- anybody right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that mm-hmm. stuff's widely available Mm -hmm. and then the and the internal the the little circle in the middle is the armed response that's you Mm -hmm. um and that could that could be you know in my case i have a a trained dog it could be um you know not non-lethal you could have a stun gun 
there are lots, lots of options, right? Yeah. But here's the bottom line. The bottom line is you have to actually seriously consider the fact that you may have to deal with this yourself and you may not have any help. I say again and again, like you really need to be able to take care of yourself because I learned the hard way. You know, the police might take 20 minutes to show up. Well, guess what? Like the threat is already over and thank God it left, but mm -hmm. you never know. So you need to be able to handle yourself. Right. That's absolutely right. And so that's a message that I've been preaching for years. You know, it's self-reliance. Just assume nobody's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, or if they do get there, they'll get there to take the report after the crime yeah. has been committed. If you make those assumptions and then you train accordingly. You know, you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if yeah. you're going to carry a weapon or you're going to use this or that, make sure you practice and you know what you're doing. Exactly. You know, otherwise it's a paperweight. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, but anyway, that's that's kind of where I end it. You know, at the end of the day, it's all on you. Right, and I like that you pointed out. You know, we need to develop a red line in our mind of what is the point where I'm going to actually like do something and go from there. That kind of helps you instead of, because these, these guys will do that. Like all of a sudden, you know, now they're there every day. And then all of a sudden now they're inside the gym. Well, all of a sudden, you know, and it just sneaks up. So it's like, you yeah. gotta think ahead and develop that red line that you're going to have. And then once you know, Oh, all right, you know, that just happened. So now we're taking it to the next level and I need to do something about this. Right, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, so I like that. And these unwanted admirers, you know, for these young girls and they know that they can get away with this because they're not doing anything wrong, you know, per se in their mind. Mm -hmm. And, but they are, they're making you uncomfortable. It's it's a stalking situation. And I'll, I'll drop that link in there so they can see what that definition is. But um, I think that unfortunately the way things are now, like porn is so just everywhere. And I feel like, especially for the younger kids, like they're seeing it earlier and just getting all into that. So they're living in these like fantasy worlds over here and not even like talking to girls, but they're seeing that stuff and it just really messes with your head. And so you end up with creeps like this, you know? And um, it's just important to pay attention to, you know, doing something about it. Because, I mean, in all reality, should you have to change your gym? Should you have to change your car? Should you, you know, ideally, no. But unfortunately, you know, that's the world we live in. And it sucks, basically. Like, we, we realize that. But it's not for always, right? So if she decides that she wants to try a different gym or go at a different time, you know, maybe that'll shake the guy off. I don't know. But um, I'm just acknowledging that, that, that sucks. And we shouldn't have to do that. That's all. That was mm -hmm. my point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's a good question. And we've talked about this, I think in the past episode, we did about the most asked uh, self-defense questions and you answered those. Mm -hmm. One of them was, you know, if somebody like this doesn't want to feel vulnerable, you know, what if the, the guy did grab her, right? So what would she do? Um, mm. So what kind of class is best real life scenario for how to deal with a creep like this if he grabs you and he does try to shove you into his car? Yeah. First of all, when I teach 
the women's self-defense classes, I always teach, uh, I call it common grabs, you know, mm -hmm. how to get out of something that they grab your arm or they right. grab you by the, the wrist or whatever. And I, mm -hmm. I train my, my kids and my grandkids on mm -hmm. that. Um, so that doesn't require a black belt. You can just learn something simple. What you really want to do is create space. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to get away from right. that particular situation. And another thing you don't want to do is probably anyways, you don't want to wrestle with the guy. You don't want to go on the ground with him. You want to avoid all that. You want to just yes. break the hold and go away. Get right. Away. The goal is to escape. Um, yeah. So um, what I have found uh, people have had good success using Krav Maga. Mm -hmm. That's an Israeli martial arts used in the Israeli military. Um, hmm. It's very, very easy to find around yeah. most, you know, suburban areas. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, and it's nothing but self-defense. I mean, it's not. Right. Uh, it's like real. And, yeah. It's like real life scenarios. And it's yeah, spelled so, uh, K-R-A-V and then M-A-G-A. Mm -hmm. -A, and I'll drop that yeah. in the show notes also. Yeah, that's that's it. And, uh, you know, it, it can be rough, yeah. you know, the classes, I mean, it depends on who your partner is and all that, you know, so you just, what I would recommend is that you find uh, a school, you know, that's convenient for you mm -hmm. and go there and watch a class and talk to the instructor and, and tell them, you know, I'm interested and these are my concerns. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you have a kind of a, a, an injury issue that, you know, you want to make sure that it's addressed so that you don't make it worse you know, in the class, mm -hmm. but they're typically pretty good at that. I mean, they, they, you know, they want the business and they can adjust uh, techniques to, to fit somebody that, for example, you know, is a, in a wheelchair even or something like mm -hmm. that. So mm -hmm. the key is always the instructor, not the style, mm. you know, Such a good so point. you can find a guy who's an eighth degree uh, black belt teaching, but he's, he's the kind of guy that you just don't, you know, feel good around. You don't like him. You don't like mm -hmm. his style you know, for teaching, you know, his right. manners. Yep. Uh, and, and so it doesn't matter what the style is. If you don't like the guy and he's not meeting your needs and, you sure. know, find another one. Observe, observe. Some I of the like gyms that. have it too. Uh, oh. they, they offer classes like that. I didn't know that. Or you'll find women's self-defense classes yeah. that are a Saturday afternoon or something. Again, here's the thing. I can show you 20 different ways to do that, but if you don't practice it, it's no good to you. You don't you don't own it. You know, it's sure. not in your right. uh, muscle not, memory. Yeah, exactly. So you have to practice. And, and another tip, too, is, uh, you know, I don't believe in knowing 20 or 30 of them. I mean, uh, if you're an instructor, maybe, but if you're a student or you're someone like this gal at the gym, you know, you just want to know one or two that you can use to get away. Mm-hmm. Just exactly. get away. Yeah, that's the whole get point away. of all of this is we don't have to make it difficult or complicated or a big deal. You know, just learn a couple different things and then you have that in your back pocket. So if you need it, then, you know, you can use it and you're not stuck or vulnerable or that's not going to happen to you. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you need to have kind of a philosophy on the way you deal with this stuff. For one thing, stance is like super important. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you're not standing in a, a essentially a fighting stance and somebody gives you a good shove, you're going to fall down. Right. A fighting stance means like your legs are about shoulder width apart. Your mm -hmm. knees are not locked. Somebody can't just come over to you and just, you know, push you and you fall right. over. You lose your balance. Right. The other thing 
that you need to uh, to be aware of is, you know, you want to sort of have a vision of how you expect all these things to go. And my vision would be create space and then take the next step if you need to, mm-hmm. you know, That's rather true. than, and, and I was a wrestler, so I know how to do that. And, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I don't want to do that anymore either. Right. You know? <laughs> And, yeah. and so I, I'm going to do the same thing I'm teaching others. I'm just going to create space. And then I've got, you know, uh, other weapons that I can bring to bear on the problem if I need to. Or I can just get away. Yeah. It's the stance, the, the, way, the way you present yourself, mm-hmm. that's really, really important. Yeah. And, so uh, and, and if the style that you're learning doesn't stress that or teach that on day mm-hmm. one, yeah. then probably I would go look somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, super good advice. Thank you. I I love what you said. And we so I think that's a lot um for them to think about and I hope that they will, you know, take their safety seriously. Um I always say this, everybody deserves to live in peace and safety. So, you know, why not prepare for that and that helps you feel more empowered and helps you, you know, stand up straighter and walk stronger. And that makes a difference as, you know, you were just saying they can tell that. So, yep. So thank you. Nobody has to, nobody has to live in fear of anything. Really. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can change things up, do things a little bit differently um, for yourself, you know, and, and learn these things. So, yeah. Thank you, Joe, so much for being here with us again. We appreciate it. My pleasure, Mandy. Lessons learned today in our episode were number one decide on what your red line is going to be what is your main boundary where if this person crosses that boundary then it's time to take some serious actions lesson number two was document the incidents we talked about this in our previous episode but just a reminder lesson number three was seek help don't hesitate to involve friends or neighbors or even authorities if the situation escalates or if you feel threatened. The next lesson is consider legal options. You don't have to, but it's an option to just ask. Why not get the information? It doesn't mean you have to do anything. Talk to your local police department. You can look it up online for your state, or you can listen to one of our previous episodes if you scroll down and look all about restraining orders. The next lesson would be, why not enroll in a self-defense class? We had suggested Krav Maga. That's real-life fighting, street fighting. Joe had suggested to pay attention to your instructor, make sure you feel good with that person. And then lastly was empower yourself through preparation, right? Take proactive steps to enhance personal safety and self-defense skills. That leads to increased confidence and empowerment in dealing with potential threats. Remember, our goal is to escape, right? If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. You can leave a review and let me know what you found most helpful. You can find me on Instagram at women aware and prepared. And if you want more from me, you can join my Tuesday tip emails at womenawareandprepared.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Remember, you are worthy of a safe and peaceful life.